I'm going to talk about a Chris Benoit match. And yes, he was a murderer. All the conspiracy theories aside, nothing else really makes sense. But also to understand his role in the career of Kurt Angle, as well as in the overall field of professional wrestling, it's really important. So while, yeah, I'll discuss the wrestler, he was a piece of human garbage. At least in the end. So, Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit had many excellent matches. Both on Raw, on pay-per-view, everywhere. Singles, multi-person tag matches, as both partners and opponents. But the match from the 2003 Royal Rumble, where Kurt was defending his world title, (coughs) it might be their best match. And you could make a solid argument for it being a five-star match. I don't know if I'd go that far. I think Dave Meltzer gave it four and three quarters, and that seems about right to me. But it was so different from so many things, and it played off of two different concepts. The first was that Benoit was making it a speed match. This is a fast match. It is incredibly fast-paced, particularly in the beginning, and always when Benoit is on offense. But the second part of it is that it was super hard-hitting without the bells and whistles. There weren't a bunch of dives. And looks like Kurt's mouth or maybe his nose was busted. But there wasn't blood. It wasn't reliant on the gimmicks of the 2003 to 2004-5 era. It was, it wasn't a clean match, but it did what Benoit's matches at his best did. And that it's a infused technical wrestling with brawling, with a fast-paced style, but here it was ramped up. Everything Benoit did was at lucha speed. But he infused it with an energy, and the way that Kurt sold made it more serious feeling than a lot of the Lucha sort of intro segments. When Benoit would get back on offense, he would pick up the pace. When Kurt would take over, he would become more deliberate. And in a way, Benoit was the activator in this match often with Kurt feeding him his next setup in just as clean a way as you can there are two brilliant segments where Benoit takes a angle feed and turns it into the crossface actually I think once he turns it into the crossface once he turns it into a sharpshooter just brilliantly done Clean as all get out. But at the same time, Benoit isn't just out there to make himself look good. He's out there to make Kurt look even better than he is. And the moment that got me was when 
I think Benoit had him in the crossface, or at least was trying for the crossface, and it ends up with Angle having him in the in the ankle lock. Just brilliantly done. And a large part of this match is building submissions. Yeah, there were a lot of suplexes here. A lot of relatively brutal Germans, including a brilliant flip German release suplex that Benoit did to Angle that just looked amazing. But what there also was, was this build to submissions that worked, I almost want to say parabolically, that the submission would start as an application, as if it were just another move in the story of the match, and it would build to a peak where it looked like there was nothing that the opponent who was caught in the move could do. But then they started to work as if there was hope for them getting out. And that parabola, that rise and fall, made every move feel more significant. So even when Benoit is going for the sharpshooter or the crossface for the fourth or fifth time, there is always this build to a moment where it all turns. In essence, at some point during every submission hold, there was a period where it seemed as if that could be the finish. But there was also this rising of the opponent who was trapped in the hold that they could survive it. That is tough to pull off, and they did it beautifully. What is amazing about the Kurt and Benoit matches is how, not only how even they were, but how driven they were by each guy's character and style. Like I said, Benoit was working fast. In fact, this reminded me a lot of the Inoue versus uh, Toyota match, the 60-minute draw that Dave Meltzer called the fastest-paced 60-minute draw ever. And this was faster than that because they weren't going nearly so long. Benoit was working a New Japan Junior sort of match. And specifically the type that they were doing in 93 to 95, where they were very fast, where the transitions were quick, but at the same time had meaning. If you want to see great examples of this, Benoit versus the great Sasuke, uh, the amazing uh, Otani versus Kanemoto match from 96. Pretty much any time Jushin Liger stepped in the ring with El Samurai. Those were just phenomenal matches. Actually, El Samurai versus Otani had a couple of great ones, too, that show this exact sort of pacing concept. Where Angle was more deliberate, was more... I don't want to say amateur style, but what he was doing was he was working with a pro move set in a way as if he were trying to not just wear down, but take down his opponent. 
as if he were attempting to control the pace of the match. And in this case, by controlling the pace of the match, that meant taking Benoit away from his speed impact concept. And that worked beautifully. The timing here is incredible. The transitions are so fluid. The heat's pretty good, too. And this was the point where Angle was, if not the best worker in the world, one of the two or three best workers in the world. And Benoit was always up there. He was always up in both the technical and the brawling aspect. He was the most intense worker in the world. And Angle was, at that point, he had not only the intensity, but he had this sort of drive that came across in every match as if he was trying to prove something to the entire world of wrestling. And in matches like this one with Benoit, like all of them with Benoit, really, that came across as him trying to elevate the world of professional wrestling to his gold medal standard. This is a match that's well worth seeking out, and if the... Benoit name hadn't been so deeply sullied if he hadn't have fucked up so hard. This would be one of the matches that wrestling companies and fans could point to as being the peak of the profession. Because these are two guys working an absolutely professional style match without all the bells and whistles. Relying on the work. Relying on the physical storytelling. That's missing a lot from wrestling today, and I think this is a match that shows what it can be.